Hello everyone. Thanks for joining the Apostles Q&A podcast in which we address any question you have on the Catholic faith in order to grow together as Christians. Let me remind you that we don't have the perfect answer for you, but our main guest does. We have the privilege to welcome the Holy Spirit among us, or should I say, within us. Without further ado, let's start our second episode with the question that Michelle left this week on our voicemail. Hi, the Apostles. I am Michelle. My question is pretty straightforward. Will my baby girl sleep through the night once she gets baptized? Thanks, Michelle, for this very interesting question. I wish we could guarantee a strong yes, but I'm afraid it's a bit more complex than that, as you can hear. So let's start having a round among the Apostles. I would say if it's a medicine, it would be a medicine for the soul. I would say yes and no. If you don't believe what is in front of you, then it hasn't got the, the same value. Okay, so it comes down to the faith of the parents. But what if they believe, but prefer their children to decide for themselves about baptism later on? My opinion is that uh, baptism is a gift. And uh, if you have a gift in your hand, you want to deliver it as soon as you can in order to make the person that will receive the gift happy. Think in a birthday, in a party, you arrive and you give the gift. Okay, but what exactly is in the gift box of baptism? Baptism is, is the journey of, you know, all the other sacraments, really. If I wasn't baptized, I wouldn't have been able to do my confirmation, where the priest said, you know, be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. So baptism... For me, it's that seal of God over your child. So in that moment, you've got God's protection over them. And then you just follow them through their journey from that point forward. Okay, so in the gift box of baptism, Maria, you put becoming a member of the church and also receiving a strong protection from God. Anyone else? There's a big protection to babies because um, when we went to Africa, Somebody um, we knew was trying to like put some curse. The guy who sent those curse was yeah. trying to, I think, do some stuff on my kids, mm-hmm. and he couldn't. So he went and asked Elizabeth, "Is it ba- is he baptized?" Wow! So there is definitely a strong protection on babies. What are the other reasons uh, why parents should baptize their babies? Got married, they promised things. So this is a friendly reminder to parents who got married at the church, I suppose, and uh, that we should not forget uh, what we promised. Anyone else on that? Well, when you baptize your child, you do one, you know what I mean, and the godparents answer for the child, you know, and then through that, you then teach the kids prior to when he's going to have his first communion. So you play that role of a parent, but of also teaching him about the faith. So you mean it is not just ticking a box and putting some water on the head of our babies, but it's it's a real beginning. So for both the children and the parents. Um, Father Nixon, do you want to add anything on that? I clearly see a tongue of fire upon your head. You know, like we are the people of the covenant. This is how we have historically grown, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
So the book of Proverbs says, train the child in the way he should go. And when he grows old, he will never depart from it. So that is how the people of Israel, they always protected their child. They dressed them, sent them to the temple. And Catholics also follow the same similar, similar fashion. Paul would say, um, I have passed on to you what I myself have received. Let's ask then one of the mothers of the group, Lizzie, what did you want to pass on to your children when you got them baptized? I would say, you know, I want my child to have the eternal life. Yeah, uh, just do it. On this exciting note, let's finish by reading why the church adheres to the practice of infant baptism. So let's read what they say in the catechism. From antiquity, the church has practiced infant baptism. There is one reason for this. Before we decide on God, God has decided on us. Baptism is therefore a grace, an undeserved gift of God, who accepts us unconditionally. Believing parents who want what is best for their child want baptism also, in which the child is freed from the influence of original sin and the power of death. Infant baptism presupposes that Christian parents will raise, raise the baptized child in the faith. It is an injustice to deprive the child of baptism out of a mistaken liberality. One cannot deprive a child of love so that he can later decide on love for himself. So too, it would be an injustice if believing parents were to deprive their child of God's grace in baptism. Just as every person is born with the ability to speak, yet must learn a language, so too every person is born with the capacity to believe, but must become acquainted with the faith. At any rate, baptism can never be imposed on anyone. If someone has received baptism as a little child, he must ratify it later in life. This means he must say yes to it, so that it becomes fruitful. Oops, time's up. Thanks to all of you who listened to the second episode of our new podcast. Like Michelle, if you have any question to ask to the Holy Spirit, please send your audio to apostles.jesus at yahoo.co.uk. Our producer, the Virgin Mary, and us will make sure that he answers you. God bless you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you.